This week, we will be talking um, briefly, touching on some sensitive subjects, <laughs> uh, ADHD, anxiety, uh, chickens, historical animal abuse. Wait, chickens are a sensitive subject? No, I'm just warning people that Bo and I spent something like 20 minutes talking about chickens. Oh, okay, yes. I mean, probably probably ought to talk about that, you know, warn people about that. Um uh, but uh, and the the animal thing is about the Topsy the elephant, Topsy the elephant, yes. and uh, the others like her. Yes. So that's one warning. Uh, your second warning is that we have a house with animals, and the dogs could freak out, the cats could come through destroying things, Sergey wherever he is, uh, and it's still light out, so there could be roosters crowing. Yes, all these things could occur. Always exciting. Uh, the final thing is that we swear a lot. This could also occur. This is very likely going to occur. I, I admit we don't swear. Bleh, we don't swear as much as the roosters. No, no, the rooster. The roosters have like, are they just like sailor talking at each other all the time? I assume they must be. Anyway, that's why we're marked explicit, and this intro has taken almost a minute and twenty seconds. All right. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy. Episode 146. Oh, I forgot. Hi, folks. Uh, we're here. Uh, it has been uh, a week. Yep. Uh, I got some personal stuff done. I got some work stuff done. Uh, everybody's settling into the new sort of uh, chore household thing routine uh, reasonably well. I think so. No one's, no one's snapped and run amok with, no. uh, with a broom yet. Yet. Yet, I think, might be an operative term here. Shepard, having heard this, is now running amok with a broom. But it's Shepard's turn to sweep down here. And, and Ernie is just kind of following after her adoringly. Right. The only time my office gets swept is when I do it. Yes. Uh, and that's that's fair. It's my office. It's my space. I'm the one who tromps in from the chicken yard, doesn't necessarily get all the dirt off his boots, and then has it fall off while he's sitting in his chair. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, we, we, we take care of our individual spaces yeah, ourselves, yeah. you know. So it's all it's all good. The, uh, uh, you know, the laundry rotation seems to be working very well. Everybody has their own laundry day. And uh, I had a couple requests last week for my spreadsheet for the uh, inventories. And so that's linked to last week's episode. By the way, we need to, like, take hummus off it or something because we have three things of hummus. Uh, two are – one is almost gone. One is the variety that apparently only I like, and I think the other one's unopened. So maybe. Yeah. Because you always get the, the garlic kind, and I prefer the pine nut. I like pine nut. No. Yeah. Just we had a – maybe it's a supply issue. Anyway, uh, so that's what's going on uh, in general here in – the after times. <laughs> is it the current times? It's certainly not the before times. I don't know what it is anymore. Any, anyway, yeah. So, uh, how's your week going? Uh, honestly, it seems to have gone pretty well. I finished up a short story that was really, uh, uh, it was, uh, occasionally I'll write something and I think, okay, either they'll give me an award or they'll think I had a stroke. And you've been saying that a lot about this one. Yeah, this one may be one of those. Uh, I owed a story to Uncanny Magazine uh, for their Kickstarter. Yeah. I had it sort of started. It, it. I had a dream about it one night and was like, okay, now I need to finish this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I, it's not like I dreamed the story. It was like I had started the story and then I actually dreamed about the story and was like, okay, clearly I need to work on this. Um, yeah, so I sent it to them. Yeah. They haven't, uh, they haven't gotten back to me yet other than, you know, thank you. We'll get back to you as soon as possible. Cause mm-hmm. that was just like yesterday. They, they've been a little busy. Uh, oh yeah. With yeah. The, with the moving and the new issue and all the other stuff. And also there's a global pandemic on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a thing. Yeah, so, no, and also, it was yesterday. Like, I don't expect to turn around by, by now. This is not a, they haven't gotten back to me. This is a, I turned it in yesterday, and it was like 7,000 words, and some parts of it went fast, and some of it were like pulling teeth, so. Um, About normal? Yeah, the usual. Yeah, okay. So, I sort of was going to take today off, and. We know how that works. I. Uh, Frequently doesn't. Well, it actually did work pretty well. I planted a couple of things. I ordered uh, six yards of mulch delivered. And it was, in fact, delivered. Yep. And then all of a sudden, because yesterday I did the thing where I took, or no, or the day before I'd done the thing where I took my morning pill, or my evening pill instead of my morning pill. Yeah. And which keeps happening to me. I'll take the evening pill instead of the morning pill, which means that I don't get my ADD meds, but I do get... A double dose of my anxiety meds, which makes me loopy and kind of a space cadet and inclined to nap. And then I go into withdrawal the day after because I haven't been able yeah. to take it in the evening. So, uh, like, basically, to by the time today hit, I had I was I took the the correct pill last night, but I think I was sort of in withdrawal, and my brain was going. So anyway, the point is, I napped for like three hours, and uh, it's been a while since you've had a good nap, though. Yeah, the because of the ADHD meds, I don't really feel the need to ma- nap unless I'm doing like really intense like physical labor, standing out in the sun a lot. Mm-hmm. I am slightly more sun sensitive now. That's a side effect of the meds. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and so I just went down like a ton of bricks, and part of it is that. Thanks to the meds, I sleep a lot better, which still makes me angry. (laughs) I've been tired my entire life, and it turns out that it was sleep apnea and ADHD, and if you fix those two, suddenly I can get up in the morning and I'm just awake. It's not the long, grim slog towards consciousness. It's like open eyes going, yep, all right, I'm awake, let's do stuff. What the fuck, people? It's, 40 uh, years I wasted. I wouldn't say you wasted. You won two Hugos, a Nebula, two Mythopoeics. Um, wrote 35 books. Wrote 35 books, yeah. 800-page comic. All right, yes, uh, you know, and also the other essential stuff, like learn to walk, learn to talk, you know, completed yeah, yeah. grade school, all that shit. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's just... It didn't have to be so hard. And and I, I waver on this with the meds between this is a miracle and just being so angry that it was so hard for so long when this could have happened, it, when it didn't have to be. It's, yeah. 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 It's like... Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, honestly, it's been pretty good. I got that done. Mm-hmm. 
Tomorrow it'll be back to the writing rota. I've been gardening nonstop lately. You have, and that's that's good. It's it's good for you to garden. Yeah, it's nonstop. I I it's my great passion, and lots of people are gardening now because of the pandemic. And mm-hmm. I salute you all, fellow gardeners. I hope that some of you keep it up even after things uh, uh, stop being so weird. Uh, I. It, Lots of people probably will discover gardening's not for them, but a couple of you will discover that it is your great passion. And uh, it's the uh, the people who are, who have all the people who bought up chickens, baby chickens. Yes. It's almost impossible to get day old hatchlings or anything right now. And so, fortunately, Buffy the Orpington is uh, brooding on eggs right now, and we've got about a week and a half left until we he, should start. He went to see and wired a cam into the coop I to did. watch her. Well, I've been meaning to wire a cam in there anyway. When he said he got some personal stuff done, he meant wiring the chicken coops. Wired the hell. I re-ran power cables, uh, had to replace one of the USB power bricks because it had started to fail, set up the new one, the new cameras, and uh, and I got a post that uh, ostensibly I can turn the power on and off to the post with my phone. That is not why I got it. I got it because in order to do that, it has to talk to the Wi-Fi. If it talks to the Wi-Fi, I can have a monitor set up to say whether it's online or offline. Anyway, so... uh, Which will tell me, since it's on the same circuit, as the garage to check the garage to make sure the freezer still has power. Which is very important. Yes. Uh, Occasionally, we've run too many things to that circuit and the freezer has gone off. Or um, some water has gotten into... uh, uh, outlet outside since all the outside outlets and the garage are on the same circuit I'm also like, you, really? you can you can uh unplug my uh my grow lights uh yeah i'm not using them anymore i oh, unplugged okay. the heat pads already because that seemed like a fire hazard i i may require them for your chickens if if i have to move baby chickens into the garage to uh, uh continue like to keep them safe or to keep them warm or whatever uh to raise them in the case that we have, you know, the ones that, uh... Because she is brooding a number of eggs, oh she God. has been stealing... Uh, broody hens begin stealing other chickens' eggs. Oh, dear God, do they. And the thing is that, uh, uh, because they all lay usually in one nest box, because even though you have, like, ten nest boxes or whatever, there's only ever one good one, and they yeah. will fight for that one. What makes it a good one? No one knows. Nope. Only the chickens know. So when you see those things, it's like, well, this thing has 20 next boxes. Don't bother. Get one with three. They're all going to use the same one and well, sit on top of each other. It, it also depends. Some chickens like sleeping in the nest boxes. And uh, the one... You're uh, supposed to dissuade that if you can, but a lot of times you can't. Yeah. The the one person who I interact with on Twitter uh, goes by the handle Idiot Chickens yeah. is talking about how... Um, all of her hens want to back into a nest box at night. Yeah. So, you know. Anyway, so uh, the point is that even though she, while she was broody for a week, the other chickens were laying eggs next to her. And then she they do this amazing thing. It's like hungry, hungry hippos where they like reach out and go, Feep! And, yeah. and sort of engulf the egg and uh, put it under them, which means that we now have, she's now brooding eggs that could be up to a week apart in terms of... I, I, I started closing up her door and moving the other chickens out before that. Yeah. And so the giants have started, have been laying the last week or so in 
the other coop right. that I set up. But but nevertheless, there is a chance that some of them are different stages of development, particularly since uh, Kevin slid a lot of the other uh, of Ninja's ladies' eggs under there because we don't think Lorge is really sealing the deal, as it were. And so once a couple of them hatch and she decides she's done brooding and is leading them around, there could still be some basically half-done eggs in there, whereupon we will candle yep. them, put them in an incubator, and then... Depending on how long it takes, we can either shove them back into the chicken's butt or Kevin will have to raise them himself. Yeah. And, and yeah. at which point I'm going to want the the lights and the heating pads to help keep them warm and to make sure since they, they get a regular day-night cycle kind of thing. Yes. Uh, anyway. Anyway. So uh, it's exciting here at Wombat And this is, this is what I do to keep sane. Yeah, the, the, and, and I garden, and Kevin keeps chickens. And I think where where we started back on this was that some of the people who are panic-buying chickens yep. are going to discover this is a horrible thing, and they should never panic-buy chickens. Other people are going to be like, "Where? how did I live my life without chickens, which is kind of what happened to Kevin. Uh, there's also going to there's also a, an intersecting group somewhere in there. The I have too many goddamn roosters? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's the part I'm looking forward to. Uh... No, you're looking forward to don't want these hens, don't know what to do with them, free hens, which you will begin rescuing. Our friend Shepard is looking for a free rooster and is just going to be like, yes, we will send them on an Arctic expedition to the freezer. Do you think I'm not thinking the same thing about all those extra roosters? No, I'm sure you are, but uh, the... I plan on reenacting the thing where I'm the thing and they're the Arctic <laughs> expedition. So, Sorry, guys, I should have put a warning in for that one. I, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> excess roosters, what are you going to do? Um, so, yeah, yeah, a lot of people will find that because they panic bought chicks, what they really panic bought was roosters, and because it is very hard to sex some breeds when they are young. Uh, all but like a couple. That are sex-linked. Um, chicken sexing can be done, but as they say, it is an art and not a science, and... So we yeah. average, I think, what, about a 30% failure rate? Yeah, so far. So yeah. far, it's been about a 30% failure rate. Um, hold on, I have to do math, but it may be close to 25%, Yeah, I guess, because we've been getting lots of four, and one out of those four is always a rooster. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. And anyway. sometimes it works out, and sometimes uh, they need to go on an Arctic expedition because they're dicks to the hens, and no one tolerates It's just going to be exciting when all of these, because we're getting to about the age where people are going to go, you know, some, my hen looks funny. Yeah. It's been a couple weeks now, and, and as as Liz said with, with Dotson, Kevin, your your chicken has a mullet. <laughs> uh, no, he, uh, oh dear, he, yes, they did, oh dear, that's us. oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a familiar pain, and mm -hmm. if you're going to keep chickens, you make peace with it, basically, because yep. it's – there are really great roosters, and they are, frankly, a rarity. Most of them are kind of assholes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyway, so, anyway. but if you are one of the people who has discovered the joy of chicken keeping or gardening, I am thrilled that you were able to so discover your passion. You, welcome yes. to the, welcome to the club. Uh, it's, it's great. Uh, I've been doing garden walks basically on Twitter, uh, almost every day where I go and just photograph things in the garden and talk about them. Uh, people seem to enjoy them. You can certainly follow that if you aren't already at Ursula V on Twitter. 
Uh, I go out a couple times a week, uh, take pictures of the chickens, and then queue up a morning chicken picture at 9 a.m. Eastern every day on my Twitter feed. Yep. Um, the uh, and, and it's the little things that honestly mm-hmm. really are keeping us sane like that, because I can go out in the garden and I am in the garden and there's nothing I can do about so much of the world right now. This is like so far beyond my ability to fix. Mm-hmm. Like usually the world is beyond my ability to fix, but this is a whole new level of can't fix. Ooh. And so, but I can fix the hostas. You know, yes, I yeah. can I can weed this patch. You can't grow hellebores, though. Uh, yeah, I, I have one hellebore that hasn't died. I'm okay. actually tel- terrible with them, and they never flower. <laughs> uh, if you listen to the Hidden Almanac, Reverend Mord loves hellebores. People yes. assume that means I love hellebores. I actually don't. <laughs> uh, Reverend Mord is, to put it bluntly, a much better gardener than I am. <laughs> there are people who really love them. I don't have whatever they want, and... Uh, I don't like them well enough to really invest in fixing that. They they flower in either very early spring or late winter, so uh, they're called Christmas rose for that, or Lenten rose for that reason, which is Mm -hmm. nice, but it, uh, yeah, they just don't do it for me. That was purely a, I needed a flower for Reverend Mord to like, and I picked Telewars. The the one that you have so much trouble with and that you don't particularly like, so. Kind of they funny have there. some lovely black cultivars. Yes. Yes. And ironically, Kevin, voice of Reverend Mord, does not garden at all. Not in the least. So. It's been, been sort of interesting on that. But I do drink tequila. Uh, anyway. Not not that much tequila, no. Um, not, not nearly as much as, as, as Pastor, Pastor Drum, Drum no. Yeah. I, I am a great fan of tequila, but uh, uh, if I break out the tequila, it's usually because I'm not feeling well and I'm making the cure for what ails you or life has just gone way off the rails and it's going to be a tequila night. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I think Kevin can actually tell the that things are in trouble if I'm based pulling on, down the based tequila. Based on what you're mixing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mojito, things are copacetic. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Thinking of drinks. Yes. Um, A person we had drinks with in Iceland is our guest this week. Yes, nice segue. Yes, Brooke Bolander, um, Bo Bolander on Twitter, uh, who is a fantastic author. Yes, author of The Only Harmless Great Thing. Totally robbed at the Hugos last year. Uh, Well, uh, what one was great... That's the problem. There's so much yeah, good I know, stuff. I know. But uh, uh, really, really fabulous story. Uh, also, no flight without the shatter. Um, oh. uh, the three Raptor sisters and uh, the prince the made, was of made of meat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, things like that. We, we talk about all those, and I'll be linking yes. them in the show notes. Excellent. Uh, but uh, Bo Brooke was able to uh, get some time. And sit down and talk with me a couple weeks ago, and I have that for you right after this.
Hi, folks. I am here today with Brooke Bolander, who Ursula and I once took an amazing ghost tour with in Iceland. It was absolutely brilliant. Uh, and Brooke has agreed to come on today and talk to us about how she gets things done. So, um, Brooke, can you do a much better job at introducing yourself than I just did and tell us a little bit about what you do and please excuse the dogs? It's apparently Bark O'Clock. I'm purple and I write weird shit. That's, I mean, I'm not much better introducing myself than you are, so. <laughs> you wrote an award, was it award winning or, or award nominated or both? It did both, yeah. It won yeah. the Nebula. Um, yeah. and the locus. Hmm. So, um, yeah, you had, uh, you had two stories on the Hugo ballot that year. Um, what, last year, uh, was before. that last year or was it the year before? That was last year. Cause I've been nominated several times, but I had two last year, which was fun. Yeah. Um, tell everybody the titles of the stories. You're an author. I know you're terrible at self-promotion. Um, my book was one of the most great thing. It was the one that won the nebula and the uh, locust. Um, Tales of Three Raptor Sisters was the other one that got nominated last year. Um, the full title was, I guess, The Tale of the Three Raptor Sisters and the Prince Who Was Made of Meat. Um, and I got nominated for a couple things. Um, New Shinor by the Trail of Dead was one of mine. Oh, God. Yep. Oh. And, and you were robbed, by the way. Totally robbed. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so how do you keep yourself organized? Um, I take my pills every day. Yes. Important. If I don't do that, I don't stay organized. <laughs> That's the long and short of it. Um, I don't, if I don't stay medicated, I don't get work done. Uh, so these are the, um, I, I, if you don't mind talking, uh, the ADHD and if you're like, Ursula, also the SSRI or just the ADHD? <laughs> it's uh, mostly just the ADHD. Yeah, it's it's been um, it's been amazing the change that Ursula's had since she started on the meds. Um, yeah, yeah, I was I was interested in reading that, like just just watching someone else go through the process of going, wow, I can kind of like hear my own thoughts again. Like it's not all just like a hum. Like you can, yeah, like, pick up individual thoughts again. Um, was interesting. Yeah. By the way, I should probably mention no one can see you nod because I'm not. I don't broadcast the video. That's just oh, for fine. us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But like, do you notebook, calendar, anything like that to help? Um. Not really. <laughs> even even on the pills, I'm like my my focus is you know a nebulous thing. Okay. Um, so I just, you know, I should probably keep a calendar or something. Because like today, like for this, I was like, mm -hmm. wait a minute, was it seven, right? I got I got the email, right? Like, yeah. I had to look it up again. My inbox yeah. is a war zone. Uh, yeah, no, I, I um, every time I look at Ursula's inbox, I, I shudder in horror. I'm one of those inbox zero kind of people. So I'm like, I'm yeah, horrified. Yeah. Yeah. Not not me. It's it's just, you know, chaos reigns. Yeah, I'm I'm horrified because I think I have nine things in my inbox right now and that's too many. 
Yeah, you don't you don't want to see mine. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bad in there, especially you know recently. Yeah, yeah. Anything. So I guess to compensate for not really having calendars or written things, do you have any, any habits or systems that keep you on a routine or something like that? Um, would it be repeating myself to say the drugs? <laughs> <laughs> no. Cause that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Like before I was on, like, like I've been on Ritalin, like I was on Ritalin from the time I was like six or seven. They had me in like heroic doses. Wow. Ritalin. Yeah. And this was in the eighties too. So this was not common yet. Um, and so I took that all through like elementary school and it kept me pretty on, mostly on track. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason they pulled me off of it when I was like 12, which is hilarious because like women traditionally like get worse symptoms when they hit puberty. Yeah. So this was like the worst thing they probably could have done. Um, and so I kind of like, you know, skidded and coasted through like high school and like university, um, getting shit done like the night before if I got it done at all. Um, until I got, you know, old enough to like go to the doctor and go, I, I, I really need pills again. Cause my, my life cannot continue to sustain like this. Right. Um, and they got me on a uh, Vyvanse and that was like a game changer. You I, think, I think that might be what Ursula's on. Yeah. I think I saw her say that. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm impressed at the change it has made in her life. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a life changer. It's not just mm-hmm. like a, a work changer. It like makes like going to the store and like buying your groceries, like doable. You don't kind of wander around trying to remember what you're there for. You like actually like can go in and just go like, Oh, right. I'm here for this, this, and this. Um, it's just all aspects of your life become easier. Yeah. It helps with anxiety as well. Like I, I have pretty bad anxiety if I'm not on them. So Yeah, that that's been one of the, the, the big things we've seen, especially or at least reading up on, on things, is that with women it tends to manifest itself more as anxiety. Yeah. Uh and uh, with um I don't know the right terms to say with genetically male people. Yeah. XY chromosomes, it, yeah, yeah. it tends to be much more of the what we think of as the hyperactive, the bouncing off the walls. Right. Whereas in women, it's like it's more anxiety and also just like kind of like what they would have called like airheadedness, like you know, just like kind of like you know, floaty head. Um, yeah, yeah. Which you know, like means a lot of people, a lot of like a lot of like genetically, you know, like you you just like can't. Traditionally, like, you know, the air is like, oh, I'm just airheaded because I'm a, I'm a ditz or something, right? Right, right. Um, and it's not. You're not a ditz. You're not dumb. You're just, you know, your brain's just not working like it should be. Yeah, or you're not neurotypical. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're making this really easy and really short. You know that, right? I'm kidding. Am I'm I? Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, no. You were talking earlier about, about um, like, we're in the middle of a fucking train wreck right now. Yep. And you're like, I'm like, how you doing? And you're like, walking, just, you know, walking the dog, doing my thing. Like, how, how are you maintaining, like, that order or that sanity or what order are you maintaining in 
what is probably um, really difficult in because you're in the, you're in Brooklyn, right? Yep, I'm right in the middle of it. Um, yeah, I was lying awake a few nights ago, just listening to the sirens, and they just didn't stop. Like it was like until I fell asleep, they just they, they never there was never a pause. And there you always get sirens in New York. Like oh yeah, here, but like this was like this is different. This is like just it goes on and on and on. Um, so it's it's pretty yeah. scary right here, and I'm not getting a lot of work done to be honest with you. Um, not even like I took a like I, I took my meds like last week because I'm kind of trying to like make them last right now because you know it's I don't know how filling them out is going to be um, right right. Um, and I took one last week and it's still like I just didn't get I just stirred at Twitter like I was very focused on Twitter for eight hours you know which is not <laughs> not ideal not not like, ideal yeah ideally like I would not want to be like I don't want to even look at that at all so it was it was not great and I'm just kind of hoping that eventually this will go from like, you know, pants shitting terror into like, just like numb boredom. Um, yeah. Get some focus back. And I mean, even, even taking her meds, Ursula has been having a really rough, rough couple days. With or, it. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even on them, like it just means you can think about all the horrible things that are going on better. Um, you know, yeah. You can focus on talk better. <laughs> not, not good. I mean, she still said something about getting a couple thousand words done this week so far. And I'm like, really? Yeah. 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 I've seen a lot of people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm getting all sorts of work done. I'm like, I, I don't know how you're doing it. Yeah. I respect that, but I don't know when I'm going to, you know. And I'd like to be getting, like, I mean, I should. I feel like I should be because I'm staying inside all day, right? Um, right. But I don't know. My brain is not complying. Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, I have a day job, right? And I have tickets and things that I need to be doing, and uh, I'm moving at about half speed, I think. Yep. You know, and I think everybody is, and it's okay to slow down. Yeah, I think there's just a learning curve right now, like mm-hmm. learning how to deal with the weight of all this. Um, and I don't think anybody should be ashamed of not getting work done right now because yeah. it's a lot, especially if you're in, you know, if you're in New York or something. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. like I go out to walk the dog and I'm like you know and it's very hard here too like to go out and like do the social distancing thing because like New Yorkers like we have like evolved to like learn that being pushed up against people is like normal oh I um, remember I remember vividly yeah so unlearning the whole thing where it's like it's okay to be up on somebody's ass like it's been <laughs> you know is not they're not like taking it very well so you see somebody coming and like I'm crossing the street you know because otherwise it'll just like walk right by you like they won't yeah. even try to maintain distance um, so like six inches right six inches yeah. is enough what's what, what's the matter with you huh <laughs> supermarkets even worse like you know <sighs> They they will like just kind of rush by you. So I haven't been this for in like two weeks. Um, yeah, no, I had to go do our pickup um, yeah. the other night, and I got there, and I'm like watching the people in line, and they're just like right up against each other, like yeah. it's any other day. And I'm like, what the fuck, people? Yeah, nobody is nobody yeah. is really taking it seriously, and I, I don't know, it's worrisome. I mean, there was one guy there in a face mask and gloves, and I'm like, dude has the right idea, right? Yep, you have to basically suit up like nobody else is going to take it seriously because a lot of times they're not yeah so, all you can do okay yeah so what's that no i was just saying i have a dog who doesn't like other dogs so like it's a little easier to like 
prepare for this because it's already been like six feet distance because people go oh does your dog like other dogs and like can you see him like straining at his leash and like trying to like eat your dog like no he's not good with that not so not good kinda, no i'd already kind of learned the avoidance like techniques so it's yeah doubling down on that yeah um out of curiosity and i mean you know you don't have to say because public persona and all that but i mean at least you're getting like out to parks to walk right they haven't closed those out completely or sorry um you're you're at least getting out to one of those oh motherfucker uh uh, tell me nope you've frozen i'm gonna stop and reconnect i hope it wouldn't record me like dancing in front of the camera um it's the time of night when everybody gets home from work Right. Or rather, everybody signs off of work and turns on Netflix. Right. Like, all the kids are done with their assignments for the day, and so they're starting on whatever games they're playing, and there's, like, 30 minutes of absolute shit for the internet. Sorry. No, no, not not your fault. Um, I blame Spectrum. I do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So... uh, The rural, like, rural internet situation before yeah i mean i like way out in the woods and like still don't have really anything like they've got their phones and that's like it they don't even the house is not even wired up so wow yeah so like going down there is just like complete offline vacation brain well if i want to get on the internet i walk out in the front yard with like my phone and like do a little like handstand um (laughs) because they've also got like a tin roof and so like when you're under that tin roof like Ain't nothing. nothing. Coming through that. No. So. No. Whenever I go out there, wow. it's you know, mostly good. Mostly yeah. isolated. No, it's it's. Um, I remember being offline for most of the trip to China last year, and it was actually really kind of nice. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of. I mean, like partially it's nice, and partially like I'm screaming wanting to get back on because I'm kind of an addict that way. Um, uh yeah. Must look at the bad thing. Must look at the bad site. <laughs> it was uh, it was when we would drive like the hour, like on our way to somewhere, and we'd get to the spot in the Valley of the Cats that actually had internet, and Ursula and I were both like reloading Twitter like gangbusters to tell people yeah. we were still alive. Yeah. Um, yep. So... Um, I don't even have to ask you how, how you figure out what to do first of the day. The first thing you do in the morning is probably take your pills, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> yep. I've made this way too swift and easy. It's like, yep, I get up at like 9.30 or 9 o'clock, maybe get a cup of coffee. Sometimes it's a bad idea on top of the Vyvanse. Like, yeah. Take my pill, sit down, fuck around for another you know hour or two on the internet. Like When it kicks life. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, try to get to work at by like you know noon or one or something, and then spend the entire afternoon usually focused on whatever I'm doing, if I'm lucky. Yeah. Um, and then work till five or six. Yeah. We we and should. Then up, and then you're like, oh yeah, I haven't eaten today, or really like had a drink of water. I should probably go do that. Yeah, Arsa at least has the garden, so she'll she'll like knock around words for like two or three hours. And be like, yeah. what just happened to the time? And then she'll be like, oh, I should eat. And then I'm going to go out in the garden. And then she'll spend two or three hours in the garden. Yeah. And we're like, really? Okay. It's a, better, it's a better idea, honestly. Yeah, yeah. A lot of garden. Yeah. Uh, garden but... 
not quite something you can have in, in... I had chickens in Texas too. Oh yeah. I had three or four, yeah. We're we're up to fifteen. Yeah. I've been I've been watching the chicken adventures. <laughs> One of these days I'll get a picture. Oh, there goes a Houdan brother now. The Houdans are the most ridiculous I things. The fabulous Houdan brothers. They're, yeah. they're fabulous. Yeah. Uh, just Ninja thinks it's fun to chase them around the around the yard. Can they actually see where they're going or they just run into trees? Oh, no, they can see fine. No one can. That's the thing. They have eyes under all those feathers and they work reasonably well. They don't have any of the, the, they don't have peripheral vision, but they can certainly see in front of them. So Ninja likes to sneak up on them because they can't see him coming. (laughs) They kind of remind me of the sheepdog in that like Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, a little. Where they lift like, he lifts the hair off his face to like glare at the coyote. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I haven't thought of them like that. Yep. Um, right. So no, I had four, I had like a, what did I have? I had a Easter egg and a cushion. Oh, I missed them. Yeah. Well, we've got the, um, uh, the, uh, um, I will remember the term bantam cushion right now. Yeah. Tater tot. And she is just a hoot. Adorable. Thank you. Right on right. your shoulder. That's the best parrot. She hasn't really been into it lately. Um, well, hens are fickle. Yeah. Well, then again, apparently she kicked the Houdan brothers' asses a couple well, days Banty, ago. Banties are tough little, tough little bitches, you know. She's afraid of everybody, but apparently she even even she puts them in her, in their place. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, um, right. I was thinking a thing. We know what you do first thing. We we know. Uh, best advice. Best advice. Best advice you have been given or you would give someone else. Well, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Never take your pills. <laughs> Better living through medication. Yes. No, that's like, I don't know. That's, that's my... Best advice for getting my work done. Like I, yeah. I have no other, I have no other technique. Like this is the only thing that has worked for me. <laughs> remembering to like actually take my brain pills. Yeah, um, no. I mean, I, I've gotten so much work done since I started. Like I, I got went back on like them. Like uh, it's only been like four or five years. Yeah. Um, but before that, I would like I still got work done, but it was it was a crapshoot based on how much Red Bull I was pounding and how much coffee I was drinking. Oh, self medication. Self medication. Um, and so you know, like I might like like when I was writing Trail of Dead, like that's only, it's like a novelette. That's only like that was only like eleven thousand words, but it took me like a year to write that because I would like write like a chunk of it and then be like, okay. I'm going to like go do something else now. Um, and it was very piecemeal. And like when I could actually sit down and focus long enough to get like large swaths of it done. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that, that tells you something when 11,000 words to like seven or eight months to write, like that's, that's not good. <laughs> um, and now I, now I get, you know, I can sit down and get three or 4,000 words in a day done. You know, if I'm motivated. So, yeah. Yeah. You also have a, a desk helper. Uh, I have a desk harmer um, who is somewhere around here. An angry little furball, my yeah. cat. <laughs> that's uh, that's Sergey when he shows up. It usually starts with a crash and ends with me swearing a lot. So yeah, 
I think you're probably hearing my partner like lifting weights in the other room too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Because since we're all stuck at home and there was no gym now, so. I keep looking at the treadmill going, well, we own it, and it's, I, I really have been meaning to get back on it. What the fuck else am I going to do? Yeah. Other than sit around and that was like another, around on like, the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Another, like, you know, mental health thing I had was, like, just going to the gym or working out. No, I don't have that. I, I, I guess you could have your partner spot you. I guess. I mean, I guess we've got weights at home, as you can hear. Um, but... <laughs> But it's, you know, it's like, I don't know, just the act, the act of going to the gym and doing it that way. Mm -hmm. um, I miss. Yeah. I mean, um, there's, a, there's a whole habit into it that gets your mind sort of aligned for gym time. Yeah. 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 I used to um, swim laps as well. Can't do that. No. That was also a good, that was a good way to get ideas. Because like when you're doing something that mindlessly for like an hour, um, it makes you focus a little bit just on. Yeah. I, I do remember that from, from, from swimming. I haven't done any serious swimming and let's not do the math. It's been a while. I had um, just, gotten, just sort of got going back. Like I had like just gotten my membership, like and <laughs> in New York, you can buy like a six month membership. So I'd gotten like six months and now that's like, not happening. Like, guys, can we talk about credits or extending this? Um, yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping so, since I only yeah. got, like, weeks out of that membership before everything went to hell. <laughs> there, there are worse things to be worrying about, but still, I'm like, yeah. damn it. It's, it's the little things. It's the little irritations. By summer, like, I was so pleased. Yeah. I was going to be so in shape. Now so. I'll be shaped like i don't know one with the couch that's uh it's okay you won't be the only one except yeah. that that one guy i i forget what city he was in who's decided he's gonna run a marathon but he's only got his like apartment balcony so is he just like running in place or he's doing laps in his balcony i see and i'm like okay i guess it would maybe work Bored, senseless. How are you measuring it? Do you have like your Fitbit is is tracking you? I mean, how do you? People are much better at doing the mindless stuff than I am. I don't know. Now yeah. I'm swimming as about as much as I can like bear of that. Even like jogging bores the shit out of me. Oh, I don't. Yeah, no, I could do I could do the treadmill because I can like take um like my Kindle or an iPad or something with me. Yeah. And um, but uh, uh yeah, actually jogging, jogging drives me insane. Yeah. Now it's like kind of pointless too because there are so many other people jogging that you have to avoid them and it's like playing fucking Pac-Man or something. It's like, <laughs> oh no, you're going to another one. Ah, they've God. turned blue. Okay. Uh -oh. <laughs> um, right now. Yeah. Blue would be bad. Um, yeah. So... Man, you've completely derailed my flow. It's kind of awesome. It's been a while since this has happened. That's Sorry, fun. Man. No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. I, I, I love having to improvise some. Um, the questions on the list, uh, the next one would be, what do you do when you fail or miss a goal? And don't tell me take your pills. I mean, if I fail or miss a goal, like I just like, I don't know. I get up and try again the next day. You're not one to dwell on it. Not really. Um, 
I try to hit my deadlines pretty well. Um, but if I don't, I don't. That's just like, I don't know, that's life. That's kind of how I feel about it. Like, I really, yeah. really try not to do that. Um, but if I do, there's, you know, nothing to be done about it. So most people are pretty understanding about that. As long as you I, don't miss it twice. If you miss it twice, then you're fucked. But the, the, um, Ursula never misses her deadlines and gets that whole anxiety thing about it. Like she had to ask for an extension on, um, uh, on, uh, hollow places because it was due literally in the middle of when we were in China. And she's like, I I'm going to need time. And they were like, yeah. okay. And she's like, they were just like, okay. And I'm like, sweetie, you never miss a deadline. And they always build in slack because they know they just think all writers are going to miss their deadlines. I mean, that's what writers do. Like, right. We, we, I mean, most people are worse about it than, than that. So they're just kind of expecting you're going to do that. As yeah. long as you don't make it a habit. Like as long as you're not like constantly like fucking up and, you know, dropping the ball, they're usually pretty cool about it. Yeah. Well, and then, I'm watching like Warren Ellis and him talking about the deadlines and then him hitting them. And I'm like, how the man is a machine. No, oh, he is. He's absolutely. And still has time to post online. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, his, his weekly, his weekly newsletter is, is gold. Yep. I um used to follow him back in the live journal days and I eventually mm-hmm. had to stop just because he posted so much. Like, like my live journal feed would be like 90% more Ellis sort of like, 2007. Yeah. So I just had to stop eventually. <laughs> you know, he's got it down to one long form weekly newsletter and then he's yeah. doing the little bursts to, uh, I guess a microblog thing. Yeah. Which is what I follow. So, and you don't have to, cause it generally repeats. Some of it will repeat on a Sunday newsletter. So yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely brilliant. Um, other side of the coin. Um, do you celebrate your successes? And if so, how? Um, usually I just buy myself a very nice drink. <laughs> but not the same day I'm taking my pills. Because like, my bands and booze do not mix. I, I keep hearing that, yeah. No, they, they, like, they are both like processed through the liver, I believe. And uh. So you are not supposed to really. Um, and if you do, you will get the mother of all hangovers. Like, um, if, you, if you get if you get if you get and you, it's a day you've taken your pill, you will pay for it. Okay. Um, it really comes down on you. Um, and I'm assuming that's the liver thing. Yeah. Well, um, and then that would go out and get a nice drink or a nice meal or something, you know? Yeah. Like, although, like, I don't know how did I how did I celebrate when I won the Nebula? Um, I'm trying to think of it now, and I'm like, I don't know. I can't even remember, like, what I actually did. I think, oh, I know. We were in L.A. at the time, so we went to the tar pits. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go to a nice tar pit occasionally, too, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as long as you get, get, get stuck, you know. Yeah. No. Around. That's absolutely what I would do. I mean, you know, go... Yep like wade into a tar pit after bones uh oh my god it would be like traveling with shannon and now i'm terrified (laughs) Um, many ideas i you know now i just suddenly have this terrible notion of you and ursula and shannon and the only person around to try to corral you is me and i'm terrified of that thought 
It would be brilliant, and I would probably die. That's another reason to be sad the Nebs aren't actually happening this year, because that's that's why I got to go to the Jar Pits. That was yeah. like one of the highlights of my trip last year. I was like, I won the Nebula, and that was great. And the next morning, I was like, I'm going to go to the Tar Pits. Um, so we went to the Tar Pits and wandered around, and it was super cool. Gee, we, we only went to the one in Chicago, which meant that we flew home the next day. There was, yeah. yeah. Like, Didn't you even go to the Fuel Museum or something? Um, it's funny, you know, I've, I'm in Chicago at least once or twice a year and I've never been to the field museum. Pretty cool. I, like, I, yeah. Like, I'm a small about museums. Like we've got, you know, the museum of natural history here, which is, oh, you know, yeah. um, but the field museum in Chicago is great and you get to see Sue. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I was, I was actually supposed to go to Chicago for the weekend earlier, uh, in, March and it's like yeah no that event's not happening so we'll do it next year we postponed to next year so I'm like all right a weekend in Chicago next year yeah yeah well it's it's also been interesting to watch not just the fandom events shifting around but professional events as well oh yeah everything like yeah yeah everything you can pretty much think of just getting like I think they canceled Wimbledon and they've only done that like they did that like at World War Two or something something like that yeah yeah so everything is everything is up for grabs right now. Yeah, everything is. I I I have uh, from the Lego Movie. Everything is awesome stuck in my head, but I'm trying to make everything is fucked fit into it. Everything is canceled. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yep. Oh, those are all the official questions. Yep. What else do you want to talk about? We got time. I don't know, man. What do you want to talk about? I I don't know. I could. Show you the cat that's sitting here on my desk. Here you go, Tiny oh, Orange. Yeah. There you go. Okay, go back oh, to sleep, sweetie. Sweet. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Yes. She sleeps on my desk all day. Who is that? That is uh, Tiny Orange, also known as her real name is Cammy. Um, and then Tiny Torty will occasionally stomp through and complain because that's what she does. Um, yeah. Her, show calicos. That's what they're yeah. here for. Her, her real name is Rose. Um, only one person has picked up on the theme in their names so far. Um, Cammy and Rose, Street Fighter. Yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, okay. Um, Ursula looked at me, she said, you named them after Street Fighter. I'm like, you didn't catch that? She's like, I played Soul Calibur. And I'm like, all right, well, there we go. I mean, my cat's named Samus, so like... Oh, there you go. You know, the, the fine tradition of cats named after video game characters continues. Yeah. So, all right. How about this one? Uh, are you like everybody else in playing a lot of Animal Crossing? I have not actually. Okay. I've been playing anything really? I have like I have been reading Chernobyl. I mean, okay. Chernobyl. Yeah, um, which is very cheerful and um, exactly what is needed right now is reading about a horrible meltdown that you know was exacerbated by horrible fucking leadership and. People being fools, so maybe, maybe uh, you know, maybe something about serial killers would be better. Well, you know, like I could. I yeah. before this, the last thing I read before this was uh, the Perfect Storm, which was you know about people drowning. So oh wow, yeah. There seems to be a theme. <laughs> to play. Um, I've heard good things about Perfect Storm, so yeah. Um adding those to my list and to link and you may be frozen again. This could be exciting. 
Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, frozen to me. So. Yeah, there it is. Okay, we're back. Cool. Yeah, you froze. I didn't. Ah, um, fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, documentaries. Good documentaries. Good documentaries. I haven't watched any like documentaries either. Really, I've just been oh. reading a lot. Um, yeah. Trying to if, think of- if you haven't seen Jordan Peele's thing he did, I think it was for Amazon, where he where they went through the entire Bobbitt case and were talking to um, uh, both John Wayne Bobbitt and um, I can't remember her name now. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. But they, yeah. Yeah. Lorena. Um, and they, they talked and they're like probably one of the most interesting interviews of Lorena in the whole thing and, and just taking it apart may not be the best right now, but it was certainly fascinating. Cool. Um, yeah, don't watch Picard if you're, if you're not in a mood. I, I've heard things. Yeah. Oh um, no, it was phenomenal, but yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like reading Midnight Chernobyl. It's like how depressed do I want to be? Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like I'm getting on my, I, I kind of have like a fascination with like books about disasters. So I read, actually read a book on Spanish flu last year called, um, what is it called? The Great Influenza. Um, which was in retrospect, um, <laughs> interesting choice for last summer. And I read that and went, wow, that sure was fucked up. Sure do hope nothing like that comes down the pike anytime soon. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I need to be more careful in what I read is what I'm saying. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, what was it? Um, um, the doomsday book, Connie Willis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I really should read that because I hear it's brilliant but really harsh. And then things started happening. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to wait. Yeah. Don't need to read that one right now. Yeah. Um, Although it was interesting. Like, I was kind of on, like, a kick about, like, early pandemics and, like, like germ theory and stuff last summer. And so I read that and, like, the ghost maps, which was about the uh, the big cholera outbreak in London in, like, 1854. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fascinating stuff. Um, and then there was one more, The Butchering Art, which was basically about 19th century um, surgery. Um, Ooh. Yeah, and like how they figured out germ theory as well. Um, and how like if you went to the hospital in like 1847 or something, like you would die pretty much. Guaranteed. Yeah. Like you were actually better off if you just stayed home because they had not figured out germ theory yet so like if you went in they just like you know cut you with a big dirty knife and then you would immediately get sepsis and die um so Uh, yeah i I remember hearing like a a radio lab or or something maybe stuff you missed in history class one of the one of those podcasts they were where they were talking about this whole new theory when um which president was it that got shot in the late 1800s Kinley? Yeah, and and how they were like we they were doing this new thing where they were washing the instruments before yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like fascinating. Yep. And the really sad thing is like there were several like surgeons who were putting forth germ theory like well before that too, and like they would get laughed off. You know, it was like, you know, getting like dragged in the lancet. You know, basically going, oh, they think that some tiny animals are making us sick, you know, <laughs> dumb fucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, like the fact that he like had had like a 70% like drop in mortality and like the people he was treating with this, he had started washing his instruments. 
Um, yeah, yeah. It just took so long to actually catch on. Um, but yeah, like kind of in retrospect, last summer was an interesting preparation for all this. Sort of, yeah. Well, I mean, you were you were doing that. We were in Ireland, and we missed you sorely in Ireland. I gotta say. Yeah, I was. I was I actually, I kind of like. I had two choices. Like the reason I didn't get to Ireland was because I was given the opportunity to go uh, to like a writer's retreat in Scotland um, on the Isle of Skye. Um, wow. I can't do both, so I have to choose <laughs> one. I can't fly over twice. Um, yeah. So I chose the one and it was a good idea because I got to, like I stayed on sky for a week and sky is like another planet. Um, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm insanely fucking jealous of that one. Yeah. I mean, um, not the writer's retreat part cause I'm not a writer, but Isle of sky. I mean, well, I, I didn't really get anything done. I just spent most of the time wandering around just staring at the landscape. Um, and then a, I got retreat. to take a, yeah, I got to take a boat out to St. Kilda while I was there. <sighs> Um, which was like my bucket list thing. And now I'm a little worried because I'm like, I did my bucket list thing. Does this mean I'm going to die soon? Like, cause this is like my one thing, right? This is the one thing I've always wanted to do. Um, and I got it done last fall and I'm like, uh Oh, see, I, I, I still have my, I, I've decided I want to visit all seven continents before I die. Right. I need to right? make a bigger list is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Do. Yeah. But like, so it's like Antarctica is the hard one. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, if you if you if you have enough funds, basically Antarctica seems to be pretty easy. Like there's there's sailing ships that go down there, which is super cool and interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, I would I would kill the do. Um, I guess that needs to be maybe next on the list. I don't know because St Kilda was actually kind of easy once I was staying on Sky. Like it was like oh you just need to take a boat from Sky to St Kilda, and then it's like a three hour like boat ride out. Um, yeah, yeah, and that was that was. I highly recommend it if you're on Sky or on Harris as well. Boats go from there. Um, lots of sheep. Yeah. Um, what do you? What's the name of the, the breed? Shepherd has some. The um, soy sheep. Yeah, I got two sitting in my garage right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're everywhere, just glaring at you, like you know. And, and those little bastards can glare. Yeah, and when they're everywhere too, and you're kind of like walking around this like primeval like island, and they've been there for four thousand years, and they're just looking down their nose at you. Um, you're like, hey, I'm not, I don't want any trouble. Like, I just, I'm just, yeah, around, man. I mean, let's they're be honest. Look. They, they, they give you that same look when they've been out on on you know in North Carolina for like a couple months. They're like, right there, yeah, yeah. What's your problem? Oh, you have hay. Never mind. Yeah. We'll let you live. And I'm like, really? They're surprisingly small too compared to a lot of breeds. Like they're oh. not they're not big, but they can put up a fight. Yep. They got those funny little hooves. Yeah, I Carhartt pants, man. Carhartt pants yeah. are the only thing I think that kept them from puncturing my thigh when we were moving yeah. one. They um there are little like um like what's the word? Like sod roofed, like old, um, they call um cleats, that's what they call them. And cleats were basically where, like, you would put your, like, winter supplies, like, if you right, wanted right. to dry fruit or, like, you know, or you would put it, or fish or whatever, you'd put it in this cleat, which was a little stone hut 
kind of like yay big um and the wind will blow through it and like preserve your food and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but the problem now is like the sheep like to climb on top of these little like so i'd like how so you'll be walking by and there'll be like sheep on the roof like glaring like literally down at you um and all the conservators who are like there to like you know take care of the site are like fucking sheep they're back on the roof again like you know <laughs> God damn it. But there's only, there's not that many of those sheep left in general. So that probably well, also like. on that island. Like that's, that's like the main spot there still like, I guess. Yeah. And so there's like a shitload of them there. Like they're all over the place. Um, yeah. No, all the, all the ones that, that Shepard has on our land are, are individually numbered and tracked. Yep. So. Yep. Like, for the bloodline, keeping the bloodlines clean. It's amazing. Yep. It was interesting, like, going on a boat around that place, too, because you'd look up at the cliffs, and they're basically goats. Like, they would be, like, up on the cliffside, just kind of, like, hanging out. Like, you know, you'd see these tiny dots, and it's like, oh, that's a sheep. That's not a seagull. That's a sheep just hanging off the side of the cliff, you know? Same same problem, or, or same concept, but yaks and Himalayas. Yeah. We'd be like, oh, what's that up there on that sheer... It's a fucking yak. No, there's like five of them up there. What the hell? How does that big thing just cling? Because they aren't small. With like yaks, yeah, because they're so big. Like, yeah. So it's not that big, but a yak is, a, is the opposite of not that big. Yeah, no, I, I think yaks are the, are the goats of bovines. I'm not yes. sure. Um, they're so cool looking, though. They look like Paleolithic in like a way that not many other like you know animals do. Oh yeah, no, no. They're are, wait. Are we talking about the sheep or the yaks? Yaks. Yaks. Yeah, no. Yaks are actually kind of terrifying up close, on, yeah. unlike the farm. Um, like all your like Neolithic like ancestry is screaming like, "Watch out for this thing! It's going to trample you." Yeah, and then the little old Tibetan woman comes out and starts probably swearing. I don't know the language and like smacking them with sticks. They're like, okay. And I'm like, I'm not going to fuck with these women. They will kill me. Yep. Yeah. The big bull yak is like, I got to, nope, she's calling me and I got to go now. I'm sorry. I'm like, what the hell? A relationship, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah. You could have a relationship where you go out and start smacking someone with a branch. I don't know if the ninja the rooster keeps up. I might. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ninja. How's Lorge? He is. He, he is. Uh, so Lorge is. Um, Lorge has been moved to the um, the rooster emeritus pen yep. with the two Jersey Giants and the uh, Buff Orpington. Yeah. So Buffy and uh, I'm sorry, folks. I know this is probably an offensive name, but it comes from the movie Dumb and Dumber. Um. Because Jersey Giants aren't smart. I mean, I don't even think they're as smart as the Houdan brothers. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, and so he just, he comes out every morning with his ladies and he does his thing and then he settles down. It's It's got the, um, it's got one of the, the, the nesting boxes off to the side. So there's like this, this space underneath and he sort of settles in there and just sort of chills out most of the day. He's, I think he is in, in Lord Rooster heaven right now. Nice. Yeah. Nice retirement plan. Yeah, there there'll be some photos. Um, I've been taking, you know, I've I've been posting the morning chicken photo, um, and uh, I think I've got a couple. Do I have a couple lords right now queued? Because um, I know today you can tell what day it is, folks, based on the chicken picture. Now today was the Houdan brothers. Um, yeah. 
Uh, so I've got, uh, I, I need to get more pictures of Lorge and his ladies for, uh, for I think next week. Cause I can only schedule so many in advance with buffer yep. without paying them a shit ton of money. No, I am a, I am a fan of Lorge. <laughs> no, I am too. It's just, you know, um, he hates everybody but me. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, he's, he's, uh, he's gone after Ursula. He's gone after Shepard. He's gone after my kid. The only person he doesn't go after is me. Roosters are just a coin toss on how they're going to turn out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so where can we find you online? I mean, I already know some of this stuff, but for the people listening at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am Bebo Lender on Twitter, which is where I am most of the time, unfortunately. Um, and brookbolander.com is my website, which has got a lovely bibliography where you can read if you desire all the weird random shit I've written. For, for the people at home, you, you need to read the harmless great thing. Oh my fucking God. You need to read that. Everyone needs to read that. Thank you. Um, I had no idea about, I'm, I'm like, no, they didn't electrocute an elephant. You're like, no, they totally electrocuted an elephant. I'm like, what the fuck, man? It wasn't even the first, like, the first one they electrocuted. There were several others. Really? Uh, well, that was uh, several. There was, like, one other one I can think of. Um, and I found, like, a full-page ad for that one. Like, I don't know if they ever actually went through with it, but they were planning to electrocute her because she had killed somebody or something. Um she had a name I will not repeat on here because it's, you know, yeah. not, not a great name. Um, oh, I see. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they were planning on electrocuting her and put this, like, lurid, like, full-page illustration of an elephant being electrocuted, like, together. Um, which is great. Um, oh. And then there was the one they hung in, like, I want to say Tennessee. Mary, um, Mary had killed some... And Mary went on a rampage, finally got pissed off, killed some people or something. Yeah. And just being in the South, they, they, they hung her. <sighs> they hung her from a, like a, what's the word? Like I, a, a winch. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I mean. How, how else are you going to hang an elephant, right? Yeah, um, can't use any yeah, of the traditional like, methods, yeah. Nope. Um, so, yeah, there's like this long history of people just, horribly publicly publicly executing elephants um and topsy was i guess the first one they recorded yeah um, that's wow um, yep. and, and of course no, three raptor sisters on the other hand totally robbed and uh, one of my favorite stories so thank you thank you yeah so uh thank you for taking the time to remind us to take your damn pills Take your damn pills, especially right. right now. Remember to take your pills. And right. Help you get through this better. Yeah. Take and take care. Of, so take care of yourself. That's the that's yep. the big thing. Yep. Yeah. So uh, um, yeah. Thanks a lot. And for the people at home, we'll be right back after this.
we are back. I want to say after conducting this interview, Kevin got very good about bringing me coffee in the morning and just handing my pills to me with the coffee. (laughs) Yes, uh, absolutely. And that actually leads to this week's badge code. Take your pills. (laughs) I realize it's a little longer, but it, it just seems appropriate. Um, and man, I gotta say, like, the difference is so stark, and I don't really see it when it's wearing off as much, but apparently everyone around me does. Uh, they, there comes a point I, I can actually look at her during the day and say, so uh, when did you take your pill and are they wearing off about now? And then she swears at me a little bit, but... Uh, no, you don't say that. You look at me and you say, your pill's worn off, hadn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. Uh, so that's our, our word for this week. Um, you know, again, thank you, Bo, for talking to me. It was absolutely fantastic. And we have to repeat the ghost tour in Iceland again. Or maybe a different tour. Maybe a different tour because I, I don't think um, uh, Reykjavik uh, is not large. And I think that might be the only ghost tour. Maybe the, the other Maybe the other tour leaders show different ghosts. I think he was the only tour leader, wasn't he? He was the only tour leader, and also um, he told us very, very tragically that uh, that Iceland, of course, occasionally does have a grisly murder that leads to ghosts like once every 50 years or so. Yes. And uh, we, those of us from the USA looked at him <laughs> with a combination of awe and despair and pity. So, excuse me, tiny orange. Those are my notes. Well, okay. honey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's it for this week. Yeah. Uh, you can, if you want to find out about badge codes for take your pills and whatnot, you can go to the website, learn all about badges. You can learn about ways to support us if you want mm-hmm. to. Uh, Patreon funds just went, in fact, to purchase an incubator for Kevin's eggs. Yes. Or, okay, obviously not his personal eggs, but... Yeah, that, that, that... You know what I mean, Internet, for the chickens. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, as we have been saying recently, your food bank could use a lot of help right now. We're oh, yeah. still doing fine, and, uh... So buy some art from artists who are not frequently doing fine, because all of their, you know, conventions have been canceled, and... Support your food bank. And uh, if you happen to luck into some personal protective equipment, please give it to the people who need it. Yes. If uh, if you are sitting on an excess beyond what you need, uh, Lord knows people do. I have been pleased to see one of our local farms actually has started uh, manufacturing hand sanitizer. Yep. Apparently, uh, Rainwater Farms locally, and you can buy it in bulk at our co-op. They're like, bring your own container. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So the next time I go mm-hmm. out there, we should probably do that. But. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, I, I like that. Um, uh, that's that's about it. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, check out the website, check out the badge codes, and through it all, stay safe and, uh, you know, stay productive. If you can. And if you can't, meh. Do the best you can. Not asking too much. We're all pulling for you. Absolutely. Keep your stick on the ice. No, sorry. That's the Red Green Show.